What's going on, guys? I just want to tell you about this interaction I just had with this this woman. Now, I know, okay, interaction, it's like we shouldn't be having any interactions. I'm, I'm going to tell you the story. Um, I don't know why I get defensive there. I was picturing people being like, hey, interaction. I know you better than that. Thank you for your time and listening. Um, so this is what, and that would be fair enough of a reaction. This is what it is. So I've been going to this boxing class. Been Been four times now. What? Ready to go pro? Who's Mike Tyson got next? Me. Could you imagine? You know what my tactic would be if I was fighting Mike Tyson? I get in that ring and I go, bing, bing, boom, 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 back streets, back. All right. And then he'd be like, oh, this person's a psycho. And then I would just run. I would run around that ring. He'd still catch me. But anyway, so I'm doing the social distancing boxing class, right? Today we did it outside. Because there were some more people that showed up. So the guy was like, okay, I'm taking everybody outside. Now, this whole situation is hilarious because the coach is, he's amped up and he's someone that likes to constantly say sayings like hard work, easy work, hard work. I don't even know what the sayings are. I don't even know what he's saying some of the time, but everything he, he'll be like, now I say, I say this, you say that, but he's got a group of people that are giving him nothing to work with. And the man doesn't quit. I got to remember some of the sayings for you guys. Cause he'll just be like, I mean, okay, this is one. If coach can do it, who can do it? I can do it. If coach can do it, you can do it. Coach can do it. And then, but no one's saying, when I say this, and then we're like, and then he's like, doesn't let it phase him. So he's just plowing through. Today, he's like, all right, everybody take two tennis balls. Get your balls, get your balls. I'm immature. I'm like, (laughs) he's like, get your balls. If your balls fall below your face, you got a problem. He's like, hold the balls up because you got to hold your hands up and ball in um in boxing protect your temples with your balls your balls are the most important thing use those balls that you am up hold, hold your balls now i'm trying not to lose it okay hold hold your balls up emma your balls are down hold them up jordan's got his balls up karen's got her balls up emma up put your balls up okay don't know what you're smiling about hold those balls cut to he's got this giant dog all right, beautiful dog, beautiful dog, beautiful that I think probably smells Bowie. It's it's so interesting because now when I see dogs, I see them very much as individuals. So he's got this giant dog named King, and King's got a big-ass dick. It is, speaking of balls, so it's like I'm holding these tennis balls, looking at these, literally they're bigger than the tennis balls, balls on this dog. It is insane. It is crazy. And I was like, do I say, whoa, your dog's got a big dick? Like, because almost as a compliment, you know what I'm saying? Like, not that... First of all, the whole commentary on dick size and stuff, I'm like, that is ridiculous because people can't help that. Someone's, you know, that if I, and I'm sure there's a million ways for a guy to alter whatever he's got going on, you know, so I think that that, that's crazy. You know, so if you're someone you're listening and your, your dick is what would be considered not little, let me tell you something. Screw that and good for you. You got good for you. And you might be saying, oh, great, a lesbian saying it's okay to have a little dick. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. As an outsider looking in, we all need to accept each other a little bit more. And you, that littleness of whatever it is, and it's all relative. It could be big for some person. That littleness has given you other skills. You know what I'm saying? Sexually, mentally. You can probably move faster. You're probably a real agile motherfucker. You know what I mean? Because you're not just laying back. And if you are, that's fine. You deserve to do that too. Just know. I got your back. It's, it's a bunch. You know, you don't need to be making up for it in other ways with, out of insecurity, do it out of pride. I digress. This dog, huge dick. 
So he's like, hold your balls while I'm looking at the fucking dog's balls. I'm like, this is too much balls for 9 a.m. It's 9 a.m. when I take the class. So what I wanted to tell you guys about was, um, so my, my girlfriend's doing some construction on her house that she airbees and bees out. And she has a guy that her parents are friends with that comes and he helps her do the work. So they're doing it together. It's really inspiring how fast they will work. And, you know, she's made everything she has. She's made it. She bought the house. She got the house in foreclosure. She put the money into it. She's, like, created this beautiful Airbnb rental. Everything she has, she's literally earned. You know, moved out at a very young age, um, which is extremely different for me, who is, like, super cushioned in terms of what I have, what I was given, like, very cushioned, like, college anytime I needed help with anything that wasn't even like a question almost I'd say I'd say spoiled I'd say I'd err on the side of spoiled a little bit in terms of financial stuff because I think you know sometimes if parents feel bad about oh the kid had a hard time with this and if, if they're able to then absolutely very cushioned so it's, it's just a really nice it's a, it's just it's just awesome to see that it sounds like such a shithead thing like oh it's so nice to see I'm just, I can only report from my experience, and that's my experience, okay? I'm, it's not not proud of it. I don't think you're proud of things that come easy. Proudness, that's why you should be proud of that little dick, because prou- be proud of the stuff that's not easy, necessarily. And a real partner wouldn't care, okay? I like big boobs, but, you know, I don't give a fuck if someone's a little boobs. Then they all, It's all about the energy. It's all about you could have big boob energy with, with totally flat boobs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's really about the nipple and the sensation that you make your partner feel and you feeling good about that. So you got a little dick, someone's going to be all about that. I've said that too much. Okay. So the class, big balls, all this stuff. Okay. So what I want to tell you was, so my girlfriend's the guy who's helping her do the construction on the house. She's like, you got to meet his wife. She's like, she's an act. She's a local actress. And she's like, but she's got the best attitude. She's like, she's country. She is country. She's from like, like rural Louisiana. And she is so grateful for any acting opportunity. And anytime I complain about acting, she goes, you got to talk to, I'm not going to say her, her real name is, uh-huh. so I'm going to call her Bistol. So she's like, you got to meet Bistol. It's not a real name, but you get what I'm saying. She goes, you got to meet Bistol. You got to meet Bistol. She's got any, anytime you bitch about acting, you got to meet Bistol because she is so grateful for anything. And Bistol got SAG. SAG is the actor's union. Now there's different levels to SAG. If you make SAG a certain amount of income off of things you've been cast in, that's when you get health insurance, which is so valuable, as you know. But you have to be in SAG a long time, and you can be, or you don't have to be in SAG a long time. Generally, it takes a while to get in SAG and then get enough SAG work to then make them the money to get the health insurance. And also, before you get the health insurance, just for joining SAG, you have to pay 3000 bucks plus dues. And that sucks, because I, I didn't want to be in SAG. I wouldn't want to be in SAG. I had to join SAG because there was something I was doing. And they were like, if Emma doesn't pay her SAG dues and join SAG, she can't do it. So I said, damn. So I said, well, who do my dues go to? And they go, it goes to SAG. I said, but who specifically? It's a very, it's 3000 something dollars. Who specifically does it go to? And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, I mean, does it go to actors' pensions? Does it go to pay the salary of the people that work there? Okay, when you're giving people money and it's not, and it's for something like a due, they don't like to get asked a lot of questions. They're like, it's for this. It's not like buying a pizza. I go, well, this is for the pepperoni, and this is for the cheese, and the extra cheese. This is this, and this is that. So you're saying $3,000, what is what, and what is what? And then they don't like that. They're like, do you want to join or not? I'm like, well, I have to because I'm trying to make it in show business. So 
but I been in SAG and then when I got crazy X and got some other stuff, then I was able to get the health insurance holler. Oh, so grateful. I got Accutane immediately. So, so, but she's like, she's in SAG and she's like, she's so excited about it. So now I just met this woman and it was the sweetest, such an, I'm doing it. I'm doing an impersonation. Now it's just best impersonation I can do. I meet her and she's like, oh my God, I'm working on my self tapes and I'm trying so hard to, you know, but I'm just afraid I'm not holding my mark. And I was like, what do you mean? Well, first I was like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. Blah, blah. I go, what do you mean your mark? She goes, I'm, I'm just not holding my mark. And I said, okay, well, they're not, they don't care about the mark. They want to get the energy of you and how you interpret the script and what you offer to the project. And it, will you service their overall vision? They're not hiring you as a tech person. She's like, I know, but you know, I, I always, she was like, I, t- I worked at Domino's and I was able to take any money I got from Domino's. First of all, I fucking love Domino's. And I had the other night with the thin crust and I was very impressed, very impressed. Cause I wasn't expecting, um, I was, I was expecting bland flavor and that's not what I found. I was, I was found good flavor with very thin crust. I thought it'd be thin crust. Like, yeah, right. It's not thin crust, super thin crust, good tomato sauce, good cheese, <clears throat> good pepperoni. That's that bad pepperoni is not a thing. So, <clears throat> but I was very impressed. But so, so she's like, I worked at Domino's and I put all my money and you know, luckily my husband is able to support the household so I put all my money into my acting classes and I set up a studio and she's like I have a manager in Louisiana and I and I want to get auditions in Atlanta and she's like I drive to everything I drive hours she's like I do I'll do anything I'll work tech I'll do anything I just want the opportunity to be in the mix and I said yeah that's right she goes I love acting so much and my girlfriend and her husband were working literally trying to do construction stuff so and I could tell they were kind of like okay guys wrap it up she was like, I could talk about acting all day. I'm so grateful for any opportunity I have. I do everything I can to just make this work. You know, I believe. And someday I want to go to Hollywood where y'all are at. And we were both like, oh, it's not like it's it's the the Hollywood is a and then I, Hollywood is Hollywood is an idea. It's a place. It's literally a place. But Hollywood as this is where celebrities are and this is where these mystical whatever the shits. That's not a real thing. Hollywood is an idea that people sell. It's, it's essentially like a modern day Mount Olympus because they need to sell you something that's sensational so they can justify charging for it. Does that make sense? When I went to college, grad school, that's what I studied. I studied, I did an independent study on celebrity construction because I was like, okay, if we can construct, socially construct these notions of race and class and gender and what these divisions are that then become real, that's similar in in some ways they can be modified, but they, they become real. That's similar to what we do. Now it took me a long time to kind of wrap my head around that. So I just dropped a big sentence. But that's similar to what they do with celebrities. These there's machines behind it. And they back in the day they used to say, anybody can make it, you just gotta get discovered. They would say that because then it would seem like the stars are just have some innate natural thing that just got plucked out. And it's like that's true in a sense. But the truth of it is, is they were machines behind it. And a lot of times it w- they weren't just discovered. You know, they had to years like creating themselves and then someone got a publicist and someone didn't. What's the difference between Paris Hilton and Tara Reid? What's the difference there? Paris Hilton was able to get plugged in in a way Tara Reid wasn't. Maybe Paris Hilton orchestrated that. Absolutely. But it's a media savvy thing. Did either of them have more innate skill than the other? No. What was the skill? What was the skill? Hair dye? No. 
they they were able to, she was, Paris Hilton was able to stay in and use the media. You know who else did that shit? Kim Kardashian, like a boss. Man, but the Kardashian, so there's there's celebrities, there's stars, and then there's just fucking famous people. And that's why I think there's a, such a hard time for social media people to cross over into other mediums because it's like, you know, if it's not a 15-second clip, sometimes it gets a little dicey, no shade to anybody. But then you get someone like, then a lot of these people also, it's like, no, they've got a, they're working their little asses off and it is transferable. I'm totally digressing now. But so we, I didn't say all that to her. Imagine I said all that and she was like, all right, I was just trying to have a dream. But so I was like, Hollywood, you know, you, you make your own Hollywood. You make your own, Hollywood is a fun fantasy and it is an incredible thing. And LA as a city is really cool. Good sushi. But it's not like, you know, it's not, you you make your own Hollywood in the sense that you can make your hub to then get plugged into stuff. And now they're filming shit everywhere because of tax breaks. It's all a business. The idea of Hollywood serves media because it can keep the idea of something being exclusive. Because it's like, oh, no, you can't get in. If you can't get in, then what are you going to do? You're going to pay for information about it. If anyone can get in, say, well, I don't fucking need to go over. I, I'll go when I want. Why am I going to pay? I'll go when I want. Why am I going to pay? So that's how they have to keep the air of exclusivity about it. And you want it, it's got to be people you can relate to, but not relate so much that, that, that it literally is your friend. You know, I'm not going to pay every week to read a magazine about my friend. Now I'll call that motherfucker up and text them. So I don't know. It's, there's got to, it's, it's all, it's all an illusion, but, but that doesn't make it any less incredible. You know, when you know the ins and outs of something, I think it can make you appreciate it in a whole new way. Like me with therapists. When I was in a relationship with a therapist, I started appreciating therapists infinitely more because I used to see it as, oh, these are just these people that are so into health and they're naturally balanced and they just have it all together like that. And then being in a relationship with a therapist and if you just if you just started listening to the diary, I, I um, dated an art therapist for a year. And not proud of my actions there, but being around her and her friends, you know, it was like an incredible thing to be like, oh, these guys have to really work at being balanced so they can be like receptacles and not receptacles. So they can be like therapists, essentially. Like they, there's a lot of work that goes into it and, and seeing her friends flaws and what they would talk about. They were, I remember we were at a birthday party and they're all like talking and one of them is talking about hooking up with a married guy and she gets off money of, off her rent because of it. And I'm like, but she was like a celebrated therapist. And I'm like, huh? And she's like, well, just because they know, are very aware of what they're doing and why they're doing it doesn't mean that they then operate perfectly all the time. She was like, she, you know, that's, and then that same person, she's like, that, that person might drink too much or do whatever. And her, that friend of hers was so smart and he gave amazing insight and I'm sure was a great, great, great therapist. So I was like, she was like, does that make you not believe in therapy? I was like, no, I'm into it a hundred percent more. Cause now I see all the work that has to go in to you being able to be there for your client, you know? So you, when you know the, when you know the behind the scenes of it, it can make it impressive in a whole new way. And, and I think more accessible too. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because it was really endearing. And it's kind of like no matter what you're doing, there's going to be someone somewhere, let's just say, in some real little town that would only dream. You know what I mean? Dream. Or maybe someone from a different time period or just a different place where they're like, 
you have a, and they're like, you have a car, you live in the suburbs, you go to a movie with, if you told me when I was a kid, you're like, yeah, there's a movie theater up the street. I would have been like, what? Because I was 45 minutes away from a movie theater. So, or what, or if you're out somewhere where there is no movie theater, you got someone in the city that's like, you've got all that space. You've got, you mean you can, you can, it's a walk to your, you have to walk to your car. You have a car. You get to have a car. You know, in New York, if someone's like, ah, I got to walk through this field to my car, I'd say field. Like in the movie Field of Dreams, I'm disconnected. So whatever you got, someone somewhere else wants that shit. That's, that's the point of that. Have a good day. Uh, please listen to two ads because I got two ads coming at you. Because, uh, I don't know. I'm hemorrhaging money on Emma's bunker, which, you know, it is what it is. But, but, but I'm, I'm learning over there too. Okay. Here, here comes ads. Bye bye.